This is the Nebraska Radio Football Show with interim head coach Mickey Joseph. Proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seedsmen place products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice that yields results at Channel.com. And your Midwest Ford dealers. Visit BuyFordNow.com. Huskers line up quickly from the 34. Low snap. Thompson picks it up. Has some time. Steps, throws for the end zone. Has a man out there. The pass is caught. It is a touchdown, Nebraska. Oliver Martin pulls it in. Evans awaits the snap. Good snap. Huskers come after him and block the ball. It's picked up by Hartsock. Malcolm racing to the 15-10-5. Touchdown, Nebraska. Malcolm Hartsock picks up the ball. Blocked by Chris Kalarvik. And Nebraska has a special teams touchdown. Casey awaits the snap. Gets it. Play actions. Back to throw. Step throws for the end zone. Looking for Trey Palmer. He makes a catch. Touchdown, Nebraska. Baby. Simon gets the shotgun snap. Huskers send a corner blitz. Simon steps, throws. Pass intercepted. Picked off Go, by Miles Farmer. Go, to baby. The 35 to the 30. Rook tied down to the 27-yard line. Miles Farmer's fourth career INT. Yes! Here's your host, Greg Sharp, on the Huskers Radio Network. And welcome to our football show for the week. We've got Mickey Joseph with us until the top of the hour, so plenty of time for you to come in and ask a question with either a call or a text, 402-413-2400. Huskers coming off of a come-from-behind win on a Friday night in Jersey, 14-13. Congratulations. Your team showed some grit last week. Yes, to you know, play full quarters. Play full quarters. We asked them at halftime to come out and just fight because we were down 13 nothing. We wanted to see them fight, and they fought, and we said we got to the full quarter. Well, we usually say, now let's finish them. Let's finish. And, that, you know, and they came back, and we came out the half, second half, take the first drive, scored, got a pick later on, and came back with a big play to Trey and scored and made it 14-13. And D went back out there and held them. So it was a good game. It was a good game on both parts. Are you starting to see some belief in the guy's eyes? Yes, I saw that in the Indiana game. You know, that's, you know, usually you see the doubt in their eyes, but they don't have any doubt. You can hear them when they're talking, and they're talking with more confidence. Even when we were down 13 nothing, going into the half, they was like, Coach, everything's going to be okay. We're going to come back and win this game. I was like, okay, let's, let's hurry up then. You know, but they, they, they're a confident group right now. You went for it on that first drive of the second half on a fourth down, and you probably felt like we gotta we gotta flip this script. Is that what you were thinking at that point in time? Yeah, I was chasing touchdowns and not field goals. I didn't I didn't think a field goals was going. They were really good on defense, so we had to get seven. And so I would do that. Decided whipped. Let's just go for it. Anthony Grant picked up about seven yards on that play. You talked about Anthony a little bit today in your, your press gathering. He had that 32-carry effort against Indiana. Didn't carry it as much the other night. It looked like Rutgers was really keen on stopping 10 from doing much damage in the game. Yeah, they had a lot of penetration from the inside guys. And so what they were making in the run do is bounce. Anytime you get penetration on a run and make it bounce, now they can pursue to the ball. So they did a really good job with their inside guys. And so he was really, it was really nowhere to really to run because of the penetration. But he did find some. He found a couple of yards, but not, not what we want him to find. Threw the ball to him more than we have so far this year. Looks like he does pretty well catching the ball. Yeah, he's got a really good, a really good hands. And he, you know, he's got really good vision when he gets in space, and he's hard to tackle when he gets in space, and he's very physical when he gets out oh, there. We saw that. Yes, that was a vicious hit, coach. That fired your sideline up. But it did. I thought it was um, changed. You know, he changed the point. He changed the game. It changed the game. I think, you know, that physical hit kind of woke them up a little bit and like, whoa, you know, they're coming. 
it was a physical football game. Shiano's kind of known for that with his teams. And you got some guys nicked up, particularly on defense. Going to test your depth a little bit this week, isn't it? Yes, you know, and we always say, you know, when you're not a starter, you prepare like you're a starter because you're one you're one play away from playing. You're one play away from starting. So we have the, the you know just the mindset that next man up. So if you're the backup, we expect you to get in there and perform. Text for you, John in Omaha says the dedication of these athletes is phenomenal. Fedoni probably has no chance of playing anytime in the near future, but he works like he's going to play the next day. Very impressive. Yes, you know, you know, we were really impressed with Fedoni. Now, if it was up to Fedoni, he would play right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, we got to make sure we're smart with the kid because he's gonna, he's got a future here at Nebraska and he's got a future in the NFL. So we got to make sure that he's healthy when he comes back. And he's a good team guy. Jessica talks all the time about it down on the sideline during games. He's encouraging guys and trying to help coach him up a little bit, even though he knows he's not in the uniform and not playing. Yes, he's a great kid. He, I mean, he's a great kid. He's he's a great leader. And um, it's a shame what happened to him, but he's he's sucked it up. He he worked himself back to get himself back, and he's he's working hard every day. He's working hard every day, but he is he's a great teammate. This this game the other night was field position was a big part of it. I thought Brian Bushini did a pretty good job. He had a punt blocked and looked like he was a little gimpy, but he showed some toughness. He didn't want to come out of the game. He wanted to keep going out there and hitting the ball for you. Well, that's the second time Brian um, got that ankle. You know, banged up a little bit, but Brian did a really good job of punting the ball. I mean, so far, like I said before, Brian's probably been one of the most consistent players on the team this year, and we appreciate everything that he does. Didn't like getting the punt block. What happened? Have you gone back no, and studied that? Yeah, it's just an overload. You know, it was a late shift, and they they were on to our um our count, our snap count. So we had to go back and do some things differently to make sure that don't happen again. And and we did a, a great job of just changing it up, going to some different things, changing the count. You know, Joy did a really good job of doing that. You don't like the play. You like the fact, though, that you stopped them before get, they got to the end zone and you held them to three points. That was, in a way, kind of a win. Yeah, Blaze did a really good job of making that tackle. So he saved us four points right there. So, you know, and that's, that's just running to the football. That's running to the football and being determined to get him down. Got a text. This one says, Coach, we had a transfer portal guy from Alabama named Williams. Any update on him? Can we see him play before the season's over? Well, Kane, yes. We're going to try to see if we can get Kane going. Kane came in with a labrum, so he had a late start. So, And we had him at safety. Now we're playing him at nickel. So we're we, 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 we trying to get him ready this year. We hope we see him later on this year. You talked to the media today about – divvying up the, the responsibilities in that secondary that Fish was doing it all there for a while. That's a lot of bodies, and they're kind of different, aren't they? The safety nickel to corner. It's three different positions. It's three different positions, and that's why everybody in the country went to two DB coaches and some three DB coaches. So, you know, so we divvied it up where Fish has the, um, the corners, and then Billy Bush has the um, safeties and the nickels. So, yeah, it, it helps a lot. It helps with the kids understanding and, and what they do. They have different individual, and they, and they meet differently. They meet separately because you, when you hit corners, you need them focusing on hearing what the corners need to do. When you hit the safeties, the safety need to do. Now, the overall coverage they will get, but they got to get individual teaching. Because of Quentin's injury and Malcolm got picked on early in the game, we saw more Brandon Moore. Talk about that young man and how good a game did he play last week for you. Bam's a fierce competitor, a fierce competitor. I, I, like I was telling Bam, I had Bam on my scouting report in the Fiesta Bowl when I was at LSU. He was a kid that I didn't want to throw at. I think he had a pick. 
a pick six on us in a Fiesta Bowl. So Bam's a really, really smart player. Um, he probably don't move as fast as he used to, but it's just like being an old veteran. He 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 plays with his mind. He plays upstairs. The mental part is really there, so he knows what's going on. He knows the technique, so he he really he's really strong in coverage because he understands what we want him to do. But we're blessing to have Bam. Probably not afraid of anything. He's seen about everything in college football. Yes, played got, big like, games. Hey, we we were joking him today that he's been in college so long. We told him he was Coach Fisher's backup at UCF. <laughs> So we were joking with him today. So (laughs) That's great. Hey, our chat with the coach proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seedsman plays products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice that yields results at channel.com. Chris in Hebron wants to know, Coach, what about the black shirts? Well, right now, you know, we're not going to give them the black shirts back right now until we're ready to do it because I think with this group, being a black shirt adds more pressure to them. And if they don't play well, then they get a whole bunch of negative comments about the black shirts. So we talked about being just a team. So we're going to be a team right now, and we're going to let the black shirts sit sit down for a while, and we won't give them back this year. So everybody can stop wondering what we're going to do. They're not getting them back this year. There you go. All right. Art in Los Angeles. Mickey, love the passion you have. Go Big Red. He says, your thought process on throwing the ball on fourth and one. Well, we thought we had the coverage. We look when we had the coverage, and we wanted to make sure that, um, and it, you know, you got to make the throw. You know, you got to make the throw. I know everybody wants to run the ball on fourth and one because they think they make sense. But you know, Whip thought we should throw the ball, and you know, we just got to make the throw. The throw was there. Just got to make it. Got to execute it. We throw that. We throw it every day in practice. He was asked about it at his press thing yesterday, and he had an interesting answer. He said, the last four times we've gone for it on fourth down, we'd run the ball. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be predictable. So no. you've got to do that. Just And that might benefit you this week or yeah. next week. Yes. You know, we've been calling plays a long time. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, you know, you, you can second-guess him if you want. But, you know, we hired him to do a job. So he's got to do he, He's going to – I'm going to let him do his job. And, you know – it all worked out in the end for, for this game. You know, uh, so I, had, I was on a Purdue station today, and they're going, your field goal kickers only kick three field goals. We just haven't had many opportunities for Timmy to go kick. But your, what's your confidence level in him to go out and make a kick? Well, Timmy was good today. I think Timmy was um, six out of six today at practice. So his, my confidence level is real high in Timmy. But he's just been in games where we're chasing touchdowns. We, we didn't think field goals can help us win games. And, and, and it's, I mean, the way it's going right now, you got to score touchdowns to win games. And fortunately, most of our drives that are down in there, we do score touchdowns. That's a really high rate. Yes. Really high rate. All right, Purdue this week. What have you seen from the Boilermakers as you study this group? A very solid football team in all three phases. Uh, you know, experienced football team, a lot of juniors and seniors. So, and fifth the, and sixth year. Yes, guys. with the COVID, the fifth-year juniors, sixth-year seniors. So a, re- a really good football team. And Coach Brom does a really good job, uh, you know, with, with schemes in all three phases. And they're a solid football team. And I think they're, you know, they maybe seven points from being – Undefeated, mm-hmm. so it's a really good football team. It's a, it's a tough task that we have ahead of us this this week. We got to play well in all three phases. How's the week been practice wise? Good, good. I think the kids flew around. They they got the game plan, and and so tonight they'll go home and they'll study the game plan and come back tomorrow and say what they like and what they don't like, what they're confused about. So we'll meet again in the morning before we go out to practice, and we'll kind of iron out everything and throw out the things that we don't do well. And you know, not add anything else in. Are you a fan of night games? We've had a batch of them here, back to back to back. You like these, or would you rather play in the afternoon and get up and go? 
Well, the last place I was at, we played all night games. Yeah, you so, did. I mean, the night games, you know, it's fine with me. What do you do with the team on when, particularly when you're on the road and you're stuck in a hotel? Do you get them up, move them around? What do you? Because you don't want them just laying in bed watching games and flipping the remote all day. No, no, you don't. Because you, you, when you sit around and watch games all day, they take your energy away. So what we do, we get them up, we eat breakfast, we um, we have flow. Then we'll get them. We'll get them to meetings. We'll get them to meetings. The second part of me, we'll go to special teams, offense, defense, and then get them a snack, send them back to their room. And then they'll come down for pregame. Very good. 402-413-2400. That's the number if you want to be a part of the program. That is our Sports Nightly Hotline, which is brought to you by Woodhouse, where you can shop your way from one of the 16 convenient locations or online at woodhouse.com anytime. With 18 brands and a huge selection of pre-owned, you can always find what you are looking for with Woodhouse. A lot more with the coach coming up. We're back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, which is sponsored by Acres. They are the Midwest's premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. We're back on our football show for the week. Mickey Joseph with us until the top of the hour. If you want to be a part of it, 402-413-2400 with a call or a text. We have a text from Mike and Papillion. Mickey, he goes, what's the status of Ernest Hausman? Ernest, I think Ernest practiced well this week. He's going to get a, a lot of special team reps, but he's got to be ready at linebacker just because, you know, Luke. We, we, Luke's going to be a game-time decision, so he's got to be ready. He So the red shirt's probably off the table with him. I, I, he's probably close to that four-game limit now. Yes, I, I think, think he's played more than four games. So. You like him? Yeah, really like him, really like him. Bright young guy. Bright young Seems guy, like really athletic kid, strong. You know, just, you know, and, you know he just plays behind Luke and Nick. Jeremy in Texas says, Mickey, keep doing what you're doing and coach these boys up. If you need some scouting down here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, just let me know. Go Bear Grid. Let's go hunt. Yes, yes, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> but, you know, and that's the thing about it down in, you know, Coach Applewhite does a really good job down in Dallas, but we have a lot of ex-players down there. You know, Byron Bennett, yeah. Mike Jefferson. We have a lot of ex-players down there that's reaching out to us, you know, helping us down there in the Texas area. Jim in Columbus says, Coach, uh, I'm asking a question that's probably you probably can't answer because Coach Whip is the offensive coordinator, but do you have any say in where you can call plays instead of running up the middle a lot, opening up for some short passes or, or pitch outs? Your thoughts about that? Well, you know, we have some things that, you know, this week we want to do, you know, try to get the ball on the perimeter and get our kids in space, get our kids one-on-one in space with them. So we do have some things this week that we want to do. Also got a text in, says, any chance of seeing maybe some Logan Smothers before the season's out? Hope so. We hope. We really hope so. We, you know, we, we don't want to say too much, but we hope so. He's an athletic so. kid. He's a, he really yeah. is. Really athletic kid. Uh, coach, do you think calling timeouts on defense might help this week against Purdue? If so, how? Are you a fan of defensive timeouts? Maybe in the first half, you probably don't want to use those in the second half. But no, in the first half, if, they, if, if Bill needs one, he'll he'll say he needs one. But they're not a big tempo team, so yeah. they're not a big tempo team. So you really don't have to use them. But if they if we feel like we're struggling and they're on the drive and we need to get the kids to the sideline, we'll use them. We'll be smart with them. Timeouts were great last week. That, the clock management, you got rave reviews for the way that kind of played out at the end of the game. You almost darn near milked the thing to the, to the finish line, didn't even give them the ball back. Yeah, we tried. But, um, you know, just, you know, just the help of the coaches, 
you know, the coach, Coach Whipple, and, um, you know, our analyst, Steve Cooper's talking to me, you know, Frank's talking to me, everybody's talking to me, and they're all saying the same thing, and Bill Bush is really good at it. He helped do it at LSU. So just they in my ear about, hey, this is what, this what you probably need to do right here, but, you know, I have last say about what we're going to do, but those guys have been doing this a long time, and, and I always say this, you got to let your staff help you. Yeah, that's what they're there for. That's what they're there for. Yeah, absolutely. This, you know, Casey took some hits, some shots. You've talked about how tough he is, but boy, you got to cringe every now and then seeing some of the the hits he took last week. Yeah, when he gets, you know, when he t- when he gets hit, I'm always saying to myself, "Get up, Case. Just get up." And he usually gets up. Case is a tough kid. He understands that, you know, he's been hit. You know, he was excited because we gave a one sack last week, and I said, "Well, Case, you know, we're just trying to take some of the hits off you." But he's not going to play in fear. He's not going to play scared. He's not going to watch the rush. He's going to he's going to stand in the pocket. And he's going to throw the football. How is he game week? We've seen him on game days. How is he in film study, getting himself prepared? How's he been in that phase? He's a really bright kid. He's a really high football level kid that that studies the game. He does a lot of studying at home. You know, he's got an extra bedroom at home that he used for study. You know, for film work, so he he studies the game. He studies the game plan, and, and he don't make he don't make many um, have many missed assignments. You know, he might miss a throw every now and then, but for the most part, Casey's pretty solid with the game plan. Something that popped up last week is a, a position move from Tommy Hill going from defense to offense. What was the thinking behind that? Well, you know, we wanted to just, you know, take a look at Tommy and see how we can use Tommy. So we'll decide tomorrow how much we can use him, where we can use him at. How is he? Was he, was he open? To, obviously, he had to be open to making that switch. That's a, that's a big move. Yeah, usually when a college coach tells you that, that you probably need to move, you probably should move. Yeah. yeah you know, and that's, that's the smart thing. Well, he's do. an athlete coach. He's a really good athlete. I keep thinking he's going to break one of those kickoffs. Yes, I, mean, yes, I think I last hate. week was kind of close. Yes, it was close. But um, he's a, he's he's he he's bought in. He's a really good a good kid. He's a good teammate. We enjoy having Tommy on the on the team. He's he's funny. He makes us laugh. But he's a fierce competitor. He likes to compete. How have you felt about the return games? I mean, we hadn't had much punt to return success until the Indiana game. Trey got a couple going. Yeah, Trey got a couple going to Indiana. But I think, you know, for the most part, the, the kickoff return, people kicking in the end zone, we have a rule. If it's, you know, if it's two yards or three yards deep in the end zone, we, we let it go so to get it at the 25. And, and, and everybody's kicking the ball, you know, 40, 45 yards with a good hang time. So it, it puts a fair catch. Now, against Rutgers, they had a really good kicker. They did. A really good punter, I mean. And he was he was pending us. So I think it was five-yard line, seven-yard line. Seth from Kozad says, Coach, I'm rooting for you. Enjoy watching you, Coach. Let's go get another win this week. Also another text in for you. Uh, Matt in Gilbert, Arizona. I don't know where that is. Just want to say thank you for everything you've done so far with Big Red. Keep up the great work. Can't wait to see you permanently lead the Husker football program into the future. That's got to make you feel good. Well, you know, like I said, you know, you know, we don't, we don't talk about – the future, what's going to happen? We, we, you know, worry about Purdue because I, like I said before, the best interview to for this job right now, I have the best interview because it's on the job interview. So we, we, what well, we talk about with the kids and take no distraction for what's going on with the with the game. So we don't talk about the future about me. We talk about Purdue and what the, what we get need the kids to do. Can you sense that support though? 
Yes, you know, and, you know, it's been open. It's been a lot of support, a yep. lot of strong support. But you know, at the end of the day, I, I can't control that. You know, I won't be making the decision who gets this job, and so I only can control what I can control. You get a lot of fans out there. Offensive line, obviously, it's got to be better than it's been. You're dealing with, you're down a couple people. A couple starters aren't available to you now for various reasons, injuries, and other things. But you got to go with what you have. What what can you do with this this group moving forward? Well, we're going to meet tomorrow morning as a staff, and we're going to, we're going to get our best five. You know, we, we had a good rotation with about eight eight to ten of them this week. So we're going to get our best five on the field, and, and the next best five would be backup. So we'll know game time who, who we're putting out there and where we're putting them. But they had a really you know strong week of practice. I, I got to sit in their meeting um, yesterday, the offensive line meeting, and they had a really productive meeting with Donnie. So I think they're going to be ready. Coach Rayola, younger coach, but he certainly seems to have the respect of the guys in the room. They seem to really like to play for him. Yes, I mean – Donnie's a Donnie's a, a really a hard coach. I mean, he's, he's strong with him, and but he, but he loves him up though, and that's one thing I think they enjoy playing for him because he do love him up. But he coaches him hard, and I, I think that's what you got to do with kids these days. You got to coach him hard, but you got to love him up, and they respect him. And um, he's doing a really good job with him. Those tight ends can help take a little pressure off. How do, how are those guys in the blocking game with Travis and Chancellor and that group? Well, they do a really good job. Beck does a really good job with them. You know, with their technique. You know, and I think they really do an uh, excellent job on the perimeter also, blocking on the perimeter. So they'll be more involved in um, in a run game blocking also. Pretty cool moment to see Travis get his first Husker touchdown. Yes, that was that was awesome. And, you know, Travis is an a NFL prototype tight end, you know, and he's, he, 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 he busts his tail every every play. And he's a hard-nosed kid. He gets after you. He's a, he's a son of a coach, so he understands the, understands the game and what it takes to win. Are the scouts sniffing around on him? Yes, yes, they are. That? Yes, they really, they really like him. Yeah, had some good. Bex had some good tight ends roll mm-hmm. through here uh, for the Huskers. The official co-op of Husker <laughs> Nation, Central Valley Ag, invites you to participate in the Husker Football Radio Show. Whether you text from the tractor or call from the combines, farmer feedback is always welcomed on the Huskers Radio Network. This year, we are listening back to great moments in Husker history. It's our College Vault Play of the Week, brought to you by Alumni Hall. We're going to take you back. To a Fiesta Bowl in the 90s, the Huskers had the football and one of their greats at quarterback. Tommy 
Frazier's touchdown run in that Fiesta Bowl, that national championship game against the Florida Gators, a huge moment in Husker history. Alumni Hall is your ultimate Husker shopping experience with the largest and best selection of apparel, vault gear, and tailgate accessories. Shop their two Lincoln locations or alumnihall.com, Alumni Hall, where Huskers shop. He's a little younger than you. Do you Were you at that game? Did you watch that game? Do you remember that play? Yeah, I watched that game. You know, I watched that game. Um, I'm good friends with Tommy. You know, Tommy was one of the best quarterbacks to come through here. And I remember when he came in, you know, he was a freshman, but he was a very talented kid. He threw the ball well. You know, he had the blood clots came back from it. But Tommy, was he was a really good athlete, but he was a really good – he was a smart quarterback, you know, because to play quarterback for Coach Osborne, you, you had to know what was going on because he challenged you. And I'm sure – on that on that touchdown run, I'm sure coach is probably telling him he needs to get that ball to the outside arm. Yeah. You know, but um, you know you appreciate guys like Tommy. Have you had know. a chance to connect with him since you've been back? Yes, yes. You know, yes. I we text we text once or twice a week. Good. We text once or twice a week, and you know he he always there. You know for support, he's always there. You know for ear to listen. But he's um he's a good guy. I love Tommy. Very good. Again, that's our College Vault Play of the Week brought to you by Alumni Hall. 402-413-2400. That's the number if you want to be a part of it with a call or a text. More with the coach coming up. We're back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, which is sponsored by Acres. They are the Midwest. Premier John Deere Dieter supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Mickey Joseph with us until the top of the hour. If you want to be a part of it, call us 402-413-2400 or fire off text. Have a text. Coach, your philosophy on fair catching punts in and around the 10-yard line. What's, what is the standard rule? It used to be your heels on the 10, you didn't go back in far, but, but now you see a lot of guys. Break. Yeah, and sometimes we'll put them on an 8. Sometimes we put them on an 8 and tell you don't, don't, don't back up. And sometimes they do. Sometimes they do to, to, to stop it from going in the end zone, especially if they feel pressure around them. If they feel pressure around them, we tell them, hey, you can back up and catch the ball because if, if you let it roll, we'll get it at the 1. We're ready to get it at the 5, then the 1. But usually the rule is on the 8 sometimes and sometimes on the 10. We usually tell them as they're going out where we want them to go. Seems like Martin is the guy you put back when it's deep in your own end. Yes, yes. I, um, Ollie, Ollie's really good at fielding punts, you know, just to make sure we're fielding it. Because we always say you got to be a punt catcher first before a return. So we put our best punt catcher back there. Our chat with the coach, proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seedsman placed products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice that yields results at channel.com. Dan, uh, texting from the tractor, he says, there seems to be more player substitutions on both sides of the ball these days. Also seems to add to confusion on defense. 20, 30 years ago, back when Mickey, when you played, seems like we knew every player that was out there and they never came out of the game. Can you talk about this trend in college football? Well, right now, you know, the, the trend now, what we're seeing now, is between 85, sometimes 90 plays. It's hard for a kid to play 85 to 90 plays, you know, full speed because you, 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 we track lopes. So if you're not running full speed, we got to get your back up in. And I think you have to play between 17 to 20 kids a game so you don't have lopes and you, and you don't wear them down. And I think that's that was part of the problems that guys were playing too many snaps. So we're not going to just put you out there just to put you out there. If you're tired and you can't go, then we're going to get you back up in. That's being fair to the team. Kickoffs. We've had some people say, you know, kickoffs have kind of been 
taken out of football games. All these kickers, including ours, Frankie does a great job kicking it through the end zone. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people in, in, that kind of oversee the sports of football, they, they're they afraid of injuries, I guess, on mm-hmm. kickoff returns, right? Well, because it's, 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 it's Violent. High, yeah, high-speed collisions. You know, you got a guy that, that gets a 20-yard just full head of steam coming at a guy that's on a 20 and they just they just collide so you know yes so most kickers are kicking in end zone and and you know kickoffs you know you you want you want you want that but you can see eventually they're gonna they're gonna get away from it if they keep getting concussions on it I think you're right. I think we may just start with the ball at the 25 yard line set her down and go and that's what it's doing right now when you fair catch it yeah Rutgers tried some of those kind of short kicks, and some of your up people, I think Kalarvik caught a couple of those. Yes. Did a pretty good job and moved it out 10 yards. Well, you know, with CK, you know, they, they catch funny balls. We call them funny balls, and they do that after practice once or twice a week. So we felt comfortable when they were kicking it short to him, but then we went into halftime and said, okay, let's get a game plan to kind of stack the returners and get Tommy over there so see if we can, we can split one. And we almost did, but uh, Chris did a really good job of fielding it. I need you to clarify something for me because Coach Whipple was talking about this yesterday. Apparently, when we were in the victory formation late, Rutgers was diving in our center. What was going on with that last night? Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't understand what was going on. I just saw that they, they submarined out at our knees and went right at Trent's knees, and that's when the ball kind of got away from him. But it's something, I guess, that they usually they usually do. You know, I didn't make. I think a big he did that in the NFL. Yeah, but I, I, did. yeah. So I didn't make a big deal out of it. You know, but we almost lost the ball. But you know, we we, we can't control how other people play. If that's the way they want to play, let them play that way. We, we're not going to play that way. Jim in Columbus, coach. I have to ask, what was your favorite memory of a, your playing time here in Nebraska? Well, I, I I think you know just just winning winning a lot of games, you know sure we, had, we had you know winning a lot of games. But I think you know playing against you know Oklahoma was was big and playing against Colorado, I got to play a game um, in ice, you know, and we we lost, but I got to play against my brother, you know, who was at Colorado. So that was a, that was a big memory, you know, for my entire family. But I have a lot of good memories here in Lincoln. What were the bowl experiences like for you? It was really good because we went to what two Fiesta Bowl. Two Orange Bowls and a um, Centrus Bowl, so we went to some pretty good bowl games. But it was good. I mean, the first bowl game that I ever played, we played Florida State. Um, I was a red shirt, and Deion Sanders was on the team. I didn't really know who Deion was, wow. you know. But um, Deion Sanders on the team is a loaded team. But you know, we got to play. We got to play Florida State twice and Miami twice. Miami twice in the Orange Bowl, Florida State twice in the Fiesta. And so you were the road team yes, in those games. Yes, we played Georgia Tech. So every time we played a bowl game, it was always a team that was playing for the national championship. How about that? Yeah. You know, and those things, I hope we never get coached to the point in college football where we don't allow bowl games because I think they're such a fun reward. It's great experience for kids to go blow off some steam. You guys work like crazy during the year. That yes. should be a bit of a reward. Yeah, you know, that's the thing about it. I think the bowl games are a reward for the kids and the coaches because you get the family there. But um, it's a, it's it's – it's it's a lot of bowl games, you know. They got a lot of bowl games now, so they're trying to reward these kids, and that's that's good by the NCAA to do that. Yeah, four zero two four one three twenty four hundred, the number to be a part of the program. Dorothy Lynch, home style light and lean dressing, endless flavorabilities. Also, want to tell you that if the Huskers return the first or second half opening kickoff for a touchdown, you could win a fifty four thousand dollar credit on a new vehicle from any of the Woodhouse Auto Family dealerships this season. A contestant gets chosen 
thousand every week. If you want to get yourself registered, go to huskers.com slash Woodhouse for official rules and how to enter. Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres. It's the Midwest's premier John Deere dealer supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Mickey Joseph with us for another five minutes or so before we finish up the night. Huskers getting ready to go to Purdue. Back-to-back road games for the Big Red. Huskers handled their business last week, trying to do it again uh, for this week. Crypto King in our YouTube chat room wants to know, Coach, do we have any trick plays in the bag? Well, I won't release that right now. <laughs> but um, you know, you always you always want to have something. You know, we we always have we always have trick plays, but we um we won't tell you which one. But we always go in the game with trick plays. Jeremy in Texas says, Coach, any chance of putting both Tommy and Trey back on kickoffs together? That's that's um. That's the idea. We have, we never we have, hadn't thought about that because that was the first time we was getting the pooch kick, you know, away from Tommy. Right. You know, so that's a that's a thought. Um, putting Trey or Tommy as one of the off returners because now you had, but really they wasn't trying to kick it away. It was kicking away from Tommy. They was just trying to pooch it and kick it to Chris. I'm not sure the kid had a strong enough leg to really get it to the I don't, yeah, on a consistent I, yeah, basis. Yeah, that's what I thought also. Yeah. Well, Frankie's been great. Hasn't Frankie's he all year great. for you? Yes, Frankie's been dialed in. I always tell him, I'll say, Frankie, dial. He's like, yep, dial in, coach. But Frankie's been great. That's a weapon. I mean, you just put the ball to 25. Don't even give them a shot of bring yeah, something kick it, back hey, that, His job is to kick it out the end zone, and Frankie's been doing that. You know, Frankie's been really consistent doing that this year. Your long snappers. I haven't even noticed a, a errant snap at all the first six games. They've been the doing. Season. They've been doing a great job. Brady and Piper have been doing a great job of um, snapping the ball. Only time you ever really hear those guys' names if it's a bad. Snap. It was a bad snap. Yes. Right. <laughs> but they've been doing good. They've been. They've been very consistent. Joey's doing a good job with them. Bill did a good job with them when he had them, and they're really talented kids. Also, a text comes in, Coach. Have you been able to find a good Cajun restaurant to satisfy your Southern taste buds? Um. Yes, I mean I think you know we have one right by my house, but I I don't really get a chance to this go out. This busy to, right yeah, now. Yeah, a little busy. Don't get a chance to go out to eat. But Dave Ellis, you know, if I need anything at the the training table, he he gets it for me. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit more about Purdue veteran quarterback. What do you think? What do you like? What do you, what's this guy do well? He don't make mistakes. He don't turn the ball over. You know, when he scrambles, he looks to throw downfield. So when he scrambles, we got to stay on our guys and try to make him run the ball. Um, but they, like I said, it's a veteran football team. It's a veteran football team, but it starts with the trigger man. He's a six-year quarterback. You know, it speaks for himself. Our chat with the coach is proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel sees in place products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice that yields results at channel.com. It seems like with Coach Brom, they've gotten a little bit better every year on defense. What have you seen from them defensively? Stingy defense. Very stingy defense. Really, really good against the run. Want to play some man coverage in the back end, so that allows them to get an extra hat in the box. So we, we know right now, going into the game, we got to beat man coverage. We already know that. So we got to try to extend to run with them also. They heavy blitz team or not? No, they sit back. They sit back and play ball. I think when you when you're confident in your D line, you know, you can sit back and play football and that's what they do. Like I said, they've been playing a, they played a lot of football. So they they have gap integrity and they really they play strong in the back end and like you know, number 6, he's a really good yeah. Sam linebacker. He's a really good player. He'd been hurt. They got him back last he's week back, from Maryland. Yes. He made plays. He made his plays. Um uh, 
this this is a natural grass field. We played on natural grass when we were in Ireland. You a fan of playing on grass? Yeah, so, you know, it, it, I think the kids like it. I think the kids like it. And, um, you know, that's that's all, all we played on when, when I was coming up is just grass. But I think the kids really enjoy it. We're going to bring two pairs of shoes to make sure that they get the right, you know, the right footing that we need. So we'll we'll be fine. That surface in Ireland was sweet. Yes, that was a, that, they took. Hey, that was a that was a nice soccer field. They like shoot you if you walked out there during the week yeah, and stepped yeah. on their grass. They yeah, were ripping yeah, you off. Yeah, you, you couldn't step on there. <laughs> They're no. kicking you right out yeah. of there. Well, road games. I don't think there's anything better than silencing a, an opposing team's crowd. I know in your day, we won so often on the road. That is a fun, fun feeling as a team to go on the road and get a win. Yes, I mean you go on the road with the. It's a business trip for us, and it's us against everybody. You know, and it's us against everybody. That's the mentality that we're going in with it, and we're going to try to go in there, execute in all three phases, and, you know, and, and, and play well. You try to play well, but I think the kids are confident. They feel good about themselves. I think we got a good game plan. Now we just got to go put it to, put it to work. How long do you go tomorrow with practice before we get on the plane? Probably about about an hour and ten, you know, just, a, just a, you know, two, two team periods. And then the special teams, and then the special teams call out, and then we out, we'll get them showered and get them out of there. And the kids that don't travel, we got to get them to class. You've been happy with the communication amongst the staff. I mean, it's it's, it's been a huge switch. Are you you feel like it's getting better each week? Oh yeah, I thought it, the defensive staff really doing a good job of communicating. The offensive staff's been uh, been together. You know, it's a little it's a little bit more fiery on that offense side. You know, it's a lot of fire. You know, <laughs> you won't be on there too long. But they but the great communication amongst the staff. These guys really work well together. They really you know they fire, they they're passionate about what they want to do. So you know, I'm happy with where we're at right now for his communication with the staff. Now, I was told I need to be a mediator between you and the other assistants because they want their own locker room, Coach. Yes, they want me out the <laughs> locker room. I, I, I told them no. They said, well, you, you got your own shower. I said, I'm just renting that office right now. <laughs> so I, 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 don't, I just don't want – I'm not ready to move my things out of there. John Beckton says, yeah, we want to be able to talk about him. Yeah, they all want to do that, so I'm going to stay in there. But he's right there. Again, congratulations. Last Thank two you. weeks have been fun. Let's keep this thing rolling. Yes, sir. you got to keep it rolling. People are fired up. We'll see you on the plane. Thank you. Go Big Red. Mickey Joseph with us here tonight as the Oscars get ready to travel to West Lafayette to take on the Purdue Boilermakers. Nebraska 811 says, go dig red before you dig. Always call or click 811 to have your utility lines marked. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. And also, time to tell you to buckle up, put the phone down, a reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Husker and Boilermakers, Saturday night in West Lafayette. 2.30 pregame coverage here on the network with kickoff again at 6.30. Thanks to Andrew for steering the ship for us tonight. We'll be back with an hour of Sports Nightly tomorrow night before Husker Volleyball. Good night.